0: All right. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Plus 6.3 HP Podcast Reviews Edition. I'm one of your hosts, John Clemente, alongside with me, one of my bestest best friends. Arnie, good morning. How are you?
1: Good morning. I'm doing fine.
0: (laughs) Yeah, very early in the morning. His time, kind of early in the morning, my time when we record because we are all over the world. But regardless of that, we are Plus 6.3 HP. We are a stable of podcasts where we have on Mondays or Tuesdays, we'll have uh, either a TV show or a movie to review, deep dive into, provide a reading so you can know or get information whether you should watch it yourself. On Wednesdays, uh, we drop the episodes of our d podcast where us, uh, bestest, best friends, middle-aged guy run our very, very first D&D campaign. On Thursdays, we have uh, a curated lists of videos, featurettes, trailers uh, that uh, of of content is going to drop soon. So we uh, gauge how hyped we are by giving it a plus or a minus. Uh, and then on Fridays, there are, uh, Arnie, oh sorry, Chewbacca and RJ uh, can't get enough of D and D, so they spun off a second campaign where they're a bad guy. So uh, most of the days of every week you'll have new content for you guys to so it... oh, I think the
1: your your son died
0: oh guys so sorry I think I I pressed my mute button but uh uh hopefully you can join our community of like-minded individuals that you know like good content uh Follow uh, us on this, on our socials. Interact with us there, too. We are on Twitter uh, or X, Facebook, and Instagram with a handle at plus63HP. If you don't want to watch this video on demand, uh, we are also on all of the major podcasts. So just search plus63HP and we should be there. Um, but we'd love it if you would like and subscribe to our channel, youtube.com slash plus63HP housekeeping done we are continuing our week on week coverage of uh you know seemingly really really good star wars property ahsoka we are now on uh, episode three uh i'm gonna pass the mic along to arnie to give us just a very very quick rundown on episode three and we can discuss things that we liked didn't like what we're hyped about for uh, this first season of ahsoka so take it away arnie
1: All right. Uh, The episode's title is called Time to Fly, and boy, oh boy, they did fly this time.
0: Uh, (laughs) Lots of flying.
1: So first, you know, uh, as you could see, as you can remember from episode two, Sabine is now back to Padawan uh, stage with Ahsoka. So we see Dr. Hu Yang and, (laughs) and Sabine practicing. Basically, if anybody has done uh, kendo or uh, some basic swords uh, training, they're, they're practicing forms, right? So it's actually cool. There's a little bit of general grievous going on with Dr. Hu Yang. And uh, and I like that he was measuring or actually recording the slash and blocks that this, uh, Sabine was making. Yeah. So And of course, he's like, eh, it's good it's not bad not but not
0: good, not good. <laughs> i yeah but i i love how uh we see because we've seen this in every freaking movie mm-hmm. uh that we've had on star wars or at least in every uh kind of generation where there is the either like the the helmet covered helmet with mm-hmm. laser shots to you or try to fight me with your eyes closed kind of thing. But what I enjoyed the most was Huyang with the the light mm-hmm. uh uh the light targets so that yeah. uh, we have wooden training swords. so it's good like hey it's you know you can be futuristic but it can always, also be retro and uh the more I just listen to Hu Yang the more, he's getting up there. I think he's yeah. right now I think he's third. Uh my favorite droid will be um chopper phoebe, for me
1: yeah
0: you know, well phoebe baller bridges oh l3
1: huh okay
0: from uh uh han solo right mm-hmm. the the murderous uh sex driven bot i like that <laughs> of course r2 and then uh now it's like oh uh dude who oh, yeah all of his wow. clips is just killer so continue
1: yeah so so yeah so then of course uh uh, ahsoka is trying to push sabine a little bit further so there's doing like the uh, i'm blanking on the term but it's like a blind swordsman type mm-hmm. training so basically like you said they, they covered sabine's eyes basically a call back to new hope and then you know it was a good training montage and uh, it was a fun watch basically and then we cut to the home one where we see hera uh, having a meeting with uh, you know a Zoom meeting with uh, Chancellor, which is Mon Mothma, if you remember from the original trilogy, I think Return of the Jedi, and also uh, Andor.
0: Andor, I was so, uh, I saw a tweet when the episode came out about mm-hmm. uh, Mon Mothma over the generation She has not changed, mm-hmm. well, and it's been well, what two two decades now? Yeah, twenty well, three years well, of well, of uh, well, uh, since uh, Phantom Menace.
1: Oh or, yeah. Uh, Just- uh, she Genev- was there. Right? Yeah, Genevieve O'Reilly. Yeah, she she had a, a small cameo, but yeah, but uh, the actress who played Boba Mothman. I mean, uh, generally, most people who were in Star Wars, well preserved. Well, preserved.
0: Yeah, it's like just, very cool.
1: Just look at Anakin. Hayden Christensen. I mean, you know, he's. I mean, he looks older, but he still looks like Anakin. So. Mm that's pretty much good and uh, same thing with uh, obi-wan right so that's really good i mean it's a, it's a good sign <laughs> <laughs> i mean uh, i mean not a lot of tragic uh aging or tragic uh accidents that made uh, the actors you know of, of course aside from dying actually dying you know they're very very well preserved yeah so so of course the zoom meeting didn't go well with era era because um As you know, as your typical new government, they're very, very distracted with a lot of things. And meanwhile, this looming threat of Ruan, they're just basically brushing it on the side, like, oh, you're just warmongering or you just have your special pet project, so we don't care about that. We care more about governing, even though there's a lot of evidence that the, the imperial Rehabilitation program is not really working. (laughs) So, but I love the
0: idea. So, that's one of the weirdly in an episode where there's a lot of action. I really like the few minutes that they spend uh on this Zoom call, right? Because you know, you see both sides like, you are a general, you are a war hero, you just want more resources for your. Heroing, right? Mm -hmm. Saving your friend Ezra, Mm -hmm. right? So I understand the senator's side, but I also understand the other way. Like the you're right. It's a new government. There are still loyalists from Mm -hmm. the previous government that is not being weeded out. But of course, as a new senator or as a new leader. A politician in that side, you don't want to acknowledge that because as soon as you acknowledge that, you mean that you that's when you say that you've, you haven't really won. So yeah. it's a good push and pull. And yeah. uh, I love how, you know, the Chancellor Mon Mothma was just like, let me talk to my peoples. And then, all right, yeah. too bad it didn't work out. But and they're
1: still. Like, and again, they're just planting seeds on how uh, the first order, first order happened yeah. without being too much of an exposition but just planting seeds and, and you know it, it, it also in history like you know everybody who read some of the uh, chinese dynasties every time a, chi- a dynasty changes they basically wipe out the previous dynasty so all the loyalists are wiped out <laughs> basically but of course in star wars they couldn't do that because they as they claim well it's really hard to function you know have a functioning government without all these uh, experience, not just, it, the experience that they need for governing or operating uh, uh, a government, basically. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. So, and then we get to see Jason Sindula uh, For people who haven't uh, seen Rebels, Jason is Harris son from Caden Jarrus. Uh, of course, Caden uh, never got to know his son because he died saving uh, the fam. Um, but, but, yeah, I mean, Jason hanging out with Chopper, probably not a good idea especially if you want to keep him in the light side of things, cause, uh Chopper is very much of a i mean he's a chaotically good uh character alignment, let's put it that way he's he's basically a war criminal, <laughs> but we're just we're just not talking about it, um. So, anyways, Hera delivers the bad news to Ahsoka and Sabi that, well, I can't join you because, you know, politics. And then, of course, her transmission got, got cut because, uh, as soon as Ahsoka was approaching the Denab system, their transmissions are being uh, jammed. Uh, and, of course, they arrived. They're trying to investigate uh, the transport location, and there's another big structure. Again, it's kind of like New Hope that, like, oh, we followed this. Ship and then oh, there's a bigger is is it a moon? So it's a space stations. So it's kind of harking back to that again, and then of course they get encountered by uh, Shin Hadi and uh, Marok and you know a few of the uh, droids or some of the you know. Hmm. Uh, minions basically so it's basically a dog fight and we rarely see dog fights in star wars uh, i was so
0: surprised when i saw the director uh the director listed for this episode i could have sworn when i was watching the episode we have a little bit of politics we have a little bit of jedi training so i was Mm -hmm. like all right this is a dave filoni episode because um you know uh the the Fights the flight scene too, right? Yeah. So it's like, oh, this is very difficult. Then, oh, it's Steph Green again. So,
1: yeah, know, it, the it thing up, is, but... like, yes, yeah, so we in Mando and some of the movies we still we see space battles, dog, but this one is basically half the episode is just space battle,
0: lots of fighting. I was, uh, you know, I, I for a little bit I was kind of surprised how you know Shin Hati is kind of like a Jedi, so mm. force sensitive uses the force dark or light, whatever. but Come on, <laughs> like you know, there's three of you can't even like ding it or yeah. well, they the, they run out of a uh, of uh, deflector shields, but I was just yeah. like, come on, okay. but yeah, but the fight scene was uh, extremely fun when, uh, you know, it's a little bit of, I know the the episode was to show how mm-hmm. uh, Sabine and. Uh, um, Ahsoka are still not in sync. They need to work together to survive. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. need each other. So I understand, like, you know, the the struggles and how they start communicating. So, okay. So this was for me. It's not super deep, but I like the idea of this dogfight, not just being a dogfight.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and basically, and then, of course, uh, Hu Yang was scanning. And then, of course, he lost power. So it's a lot of that whole... Uh, I guess it's like raising the stakes, right? The, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they, they're, not, they're just not investigating something. They're also trying to survive. And of course, they got close enough to the space station, the Eye of Scion. A uh, little callback for Knights of the Old Republic 2. There was a Sith Lord named Darth Scion. So just Google that if you're not familiar with uh, Scion. But basically... Uh, Morgan Elspeth was like, "Oh, uh, they're nearby, so let's prepare the turbo lasers." And and again, uh, lasers exploding in space, of course, is just basically anti-aircraft uh, munitions in in our Earth parallel. So it just that just gave us a lot of World War II, uh air air dogfight footage, which what George Lucas used for the original Star Wars. And of course, she she missed most majority until he she finally hit one, <laughs> and then and then Shin Hati had to finish finish off at Ahsoka's Starcraft. But of course, Ahsoka, being Ahsoka, he was she was able to at least delay delay that and uh, basically wipe out the rest of the minions. It's just uh, Shinhati and uh, Marok remaining, and yet they still had to go to the planet. And then that's where we find the uh, live action Purgle. Uh, the episode explains who or what they are. So I'm not even going to dive deeper into that. But basically. That's good, though, because
0: like, I remember in our last episode, uh, it really relied a lot on uh, you can't really uh, unlock the next level of enjoyment of the series without having a lot of Star um, Rebels knowledge, mm-hmm. at least this one. Even though, like, I have a little bit of start uh, of of knowledge, I think this one they visually showed why the Stargate was there. Yeah. What what the stories are of previous Stargates following the migration yeah. pat- patterns of Pergil, and that's why they're in Sitos because yeah. Pergils were there. So I was like, all right, yeah. okay, explain. Yeah. So even if I didn't know anything about anything. Yeah. Uh, If I watched episodes over, you know, I'm I'm assuming, you know, if the people who haven't will not see this week on week, they'll binge it. You know, Mm -hmm. if you binge the first three episodes, they get an easier flow of of Mm -hmm. what what is happening. How are they trying to get to the next galaxy and what do they need? So, you know, they kind of explain you need the Stargate, you need a big Stargate. You need a, uh-huh. a big hyper core drive that they stole uh-huh. in episode two. Yeah. And you need the map to point where and uh-huh. to confirm the validity of that map, you have the, the, the an actual very, very well-shown dogfight uh-huh. via Pergolf.
1: Yeah. So yeah, so they were able to evade Shin and Marop and they and decided to just to hide inside the planet with the red forest. But of course, I mean, of course, they know that, that they're in the planet. They just can't find them where they are exactly. So, so Balin, our last scene, ordered, uh, I think there's still droids. So, some of them are organic too. Um, basically, find them and, you know, or but he's still, he, like, a, a lot of the, the YouTube and podcasts talked about how conflicted Balin is. Yeah, even though he is clear about the mission, he's more like, "Well, I really don't want to kill Ahsoka," so he's like, "Yeah, find them, but you know, it's okay if they we bring them alive <laughs> or something like that." So, so that's where the episode ends. So off the bat, uh, a lot of the complaints were the episode is short. I agree, but then again, there's not a lot of filler. So as you could see, like from the Jedi trading the zoom meeting and dogfight very tight episode not a lot of like oh we're just trying to show you this just because we want to show something or we want to prolong the episode to 45 Mm -hmm. minutes or something like that so we were able to show that shin Hadi is you know decent pilot Mm -hmm. uh and then that if Ersoka and Sabine actually work together, they're actually a good team, so you know <clears throat> so all of that exposition shown uh and then of course, our sassy little droid, uh, doctor Hu yang i mean I would, like the the way he criticized like Sabine, and even like when Sabine was trying to move that teacup right He's i like, i
0: mean there's the good thing about this episode it is super uh there's a lot of super callbacks uh-huh. but it you know it's one of those things that very basic it gives a lot of context to uh-huh. the Star Wars universe. I mean the the teacup uh-huh. awesome call like I, I love that you know uh I love that you know they explain like very very few Mandalorians are Jedi so these uh-huh. are you're being spoon fed some things, uh-huh. um, but it is in a way that it is respectful for the, excuse me, for the audience, uh-huh. right? Um, but also, the episode is very deep with the Zoom call with the Chancellor, and the Senators, the the Sitos, uh, mercenaries, the Stargate. Like it's, you know, these are like you just visually you see dogfight, very uh-huh. long dogfight. But yeah. the dogfight has an underlying message about people working together and how this Stargate is not—it's not basics because well, yeah it took a while to scan it. Um, mm-hmm. The Pergils, uh, all of these things are very, very—you know—literally spoon feeding you what what's happening right now. But it is needed because, yeah, not a lot of people know this, know these things. Even like I know, um, I've been seeing a lot of. Of or in preparation for a week our, our reviews, I also watch other people's breakdowns of the episode even them telling about uh, the the era accurate headset of Shin hatti mm-hmm. it's the exact headset that um, Anakin. Anakin or yeah. a Obi-Wan would use during their time because of course like these fighters were not these are not particularly super new it needs to be like half a generation prior mm-hmm. when uh, Balen and Shin Hattie was on the up and up, so it's like, all right, okay, cool. I really like all of all of these things. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's it's it's, uh, it's it. Now I'm like I'm I'm really warming up to the series, and I'm really really like enjoying it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, plus that teacup scene, like I mean, it just brought me classic. back to. Like when I was, you know, when I was way smaller, when I first saw saw Star Wars, I was like, okay, let me, I'm, I'm, I'm a Jedi. I'm just trying to move this teacup, right? Or, or, or whenever I pass by, until today, I still do that. Automatic doors, <laughs> yeah. like whoop, automatic doors, you know, open that door or something like that. Uh, so yeah, it's just a, a lot of callbacks, and, and, and you know, I'm enjoying the, I'm enjoying the show. I mean, uh, there's the thing is like. <clears throat> And I saw like a headline here, like they're changing how everybody could be a Jedi or something like that. Like for me, like well, they did say the force lives among all living things. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of having the talent to harness it. Mm-hmm. And of course the Jedi, they just basically have an entrance example. If you're force sensitive, you're in, but, but obviously that's not the perfect system because obviously Anakin, yeah. <laughs> very talented, but he, uh, he did something wrong. <laughs> I, <do>. I mean, <laughs>
0: I I did like that part too. again, it's half. You know, it's never going to be clear, but yeah. they're trying to, you know, they're trying to clarify. Like, yeah, the force listen everyone, but you need talent, and talent you need like discipline, and so yeah. so it's like, all right, some people might be a little bit more predisposed by the metaclorian count, uh, yeah. and some people are just like really hard workers, right? Yeah. Or,
1: so. And it's also like a call back to Naruto, like, uh, what's his name? Rock Lee. Rock Lee. <laughs> he can't do genjutsu, but he's a very good fighter. That's Maybe that's what Ahsoka just needs for Sabine. I, I don't need you to learn the force. I just need you to be a good, good uh, fighter.
0: <laughs> so. Very good point about the, you know, when uh, Ahsoka and Hu Yang was talking, it's like, yeah, I just I don't need I don't need her to be a a a great Jedi. I just need her. I just need her. Period. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, it's like yeah, but you're non traditional Jedi. So your your Padawan would oh, be non traditional too. It's like, I okay, mean, there you go. So I, I like mean,
1: those. Yeah, and like and there. if you look at the the lineage of that Jedi, so Sabine, Ahsoka, Anakin, Obi Wan, Qui Gon, Count Dooku, and then Yoda. Oh. Yeah, those are just not. Traditional, but a good lineage in in terms of, it's like learning from masters. Every other
0: like Yoda Duku bad,
1: uh-huh. Duku
0: Qui Gon good, yeah. Qui Gon Obi Wan good, Obi Wan Anakin bad, yeah. That lineage is fucked. The the percentage is fifty percent.
1: Well, well, the thing is, uh, when you look at the tales of the Jedi, and, and if you really look at and analyze Anakin's fall, it's all about being very rigid, right? So, like, because people, you know, a lot of people analyze that if if Qui Gon was Anakin's master, he probably would not have fallen to the dark side, because uh, Qui Gon has a bright, has a wider view. Okay. Of the Force. And Obi Wan, with all his, you know, because he became a master basically by default because Qui Gon died and he had to train this boy as, mm-hmm. as Qui Gon's request, right? And with, with Dooku, same thing. Uh, he only turned evil because he was getting disillusioned with the Republic at that time. Mm-hmm. And Yoda was busy being Grand Master, basically running the whole Jedi Corporation. So there's not a lot of cadence there anymore, and and Qui Gon his his apprentice was basically what's keeping him on the light side. So when Qui Gon died, so basically Qui Gon dying affected a lot of things, right? So like Dooku turned turned to the dark side, and then uh, and then Anakin lost his his basically perfect master, right? So, so that's the whole thing there. So uh, in a way. Palpatine won the moment Qui Gon died, right? So, so that's the thing there. So, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of uh, deeper, deeper uh, understanding. But again, I mean, Sabine, like I said, uh, Sabine is basically a Rock Lee here. Like she can't do the Force, but if she's a really good fighter, she could go toe to toe to. Like somebody like Gara. of looks like Shinhati now, like the way they, the the eyes. <laughs> but uh yeah, yeah, yeah. But,
0: I do like uh you know, very palm Clementif is kind of like my closest analogue to Shin Hati. So yeah.
1: Yeah. Um
0: yeah. with that so Arnie, what are your final thoughts and your rating for episode three of Asuka?
1: I mean it's a strong episode. I'll still give it a nine uh i guess if it was premiered alongside with the first two episodes that would be a perfect three three episode arc um but and i mean i'm excited for the next one and i'm just enjoying the show i'm not being bothered on who maroc is mm-hmm. if, it, if it's star killer yeah sure whatever or if it's sam whitner sure that'll be cool but it's not important to the story i'm more interested about this whole uh other galaxy yeah, uh, a uh, story art that we're we're trying to find out for. So,
0: yeah, I, I'm a I'm a nine too. So you know, it's it's been straight nines across the board. Uh-huh. I really like the pace. I really like the action. I really like the acting. Like, uh, uh-huh. you know, everybody is there's no there's no one overacting. There's no one, um, you know, trying to go overboard. Uh, uh-huh. you know, I'm quite tired of the, the the rep. The, the, pardon the pun, like the the rebel student or the rebel youngling yeah. partnered with the comp. So I like that, you know, even their treatment of Sabine is, um, is it's kind of well balanced. You can still mm-hmm. see that she's stubborn, but, you know, she is. She's trying her best, right? You know, yeah. she's trying to make it work. And I like that. And, you know, I was thinking when I saw the episode, did I want that teacup to move when she started to use the force just to give her a little bit of like happiness. Like, Oh shit, it's working. Um, No, it's like, now I'm invested. I'm invested that she might be the, the, you know, she might just be like a better fighter. You don't need to be like doing the force pushes and stuff like that. So I enjoy giving like a, you know, a non, uh, exemplary Jedi in the fandom, like for me the, the ones that I really, really like, so um, yeah. giving it a 9-2 it's, yeah, it's, you're right I think uh, if this three episodes came out, I might have given it, I might have been a lot more high on the first yeah. act first, of yeah. Yeah. the series, but it's only eight episodes if there were nine episodes and we could have had three, three episodes, that would have been yeah. nice, but I do like the idea of like two one 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 like yeah. or it's it's a slow drip, yeah. um, it's yeah. fun. You're really enjoying yeah. the action.
1: Yeah, and I think it would it would it be cool like, so like let's say for the last scene of the season, Sabine was trying to move that teacup, and then we they gave us like a Christopher Nolan like, is it moving? Like is it like it's like shaking? Is it like is it just a vibration of the ship or is it she actually moving? So like a, the whole Inception, mm-hmm. or like a. What, what What movie was that? Uh, basically just giving us a tease, like did she actually do it or what? So that would be a cool uh, callback too. to. And I okay. won't be surprised if they do it. Well.
0: And yeah, you're and you're absolutely right when you said, like all of these minor things like Maroc, uh, Padawan, Sabine, etc. etc. they're minor. i I am invested in the main through line. The main mm. through line interests me. Yeah. let's get to this ne- to this new galaxy and then whether this new galaxy is in a different galaxy in a different time or it's the same galaxy in a different time or it's just yeah. a different galaxy it doesn't matter because the main point of it, it's interesting that the bad guys are building something it's interesting that the good guys are f- trying to follow that bad guy so yeah. that the, the story holds, it's not too convoluted it's yeah. Deep enough. There's a lot of layers in terms of yeah, you're right. You know, um, Hera not getting resources. uh, So I, I, all of it kind of like flows into the idea that yours. It doesn't have to be that complicated, Uh right? You don't. We don't need all of the frills. You just need a very solid story, and you need every portion to make sense. And Uh yeah, of course, well paced with action. So where you know kids are entertained and toys are being bought because now oh, for I really sure. want to, I want to buy a ghost that spins a Lego.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. It's like seeing it in an is Amazing. I
1: okay. mean, okay. So they released three sets. Like, so Chewbacca really bought the ghost and the Ahsoka one. I'm planning to buy both. I was still iffy on the, because there's a set that is Shin, Shin Hari's starship and then the, the E-Wing. I was like, eh, then after seeing that dog fight, like, I kinda wanna buy that right, right?
0: <laughs> I want I want a Shin Hati uh um what do you call that? Black Hearts
1: Oh Black Series.
0: Black series. If they if oh. they release one, I'll get one. Oh, I'm sure they're definitely gonna, gonna get a, a bean for sure because I already have an Ahsoka. And then I'm gonna get the ghost as long as it spins. Yeah, I'm great.
1: Oh nice. All right. Um
0: so that's uh, episode three. Uh, we we will be here back again same time same channel uh, discussing episode four. We are mm-hmm. also going to be reviewing uh, the recently dropped One Piece live action. I've mm-hmm. I'm halfway through. Uh, I am how, enjoying it. So how many episodes?
1: Uh, how many episodes? It's only eight
0: episodes. Uh, eight, oh,
1: so wow. okay, I could watch you it. Can watch yes, it.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then mm-hmm. we'll be discussing that or part of it by next week once our other best best friend joins our crew. Yeah. Um, yeah. Arnie, your goodbyes?
1: Well, uh excited for One Piece and of course episode four of Ahsoka. Uh so if for that one piece review, I'll be on the other side. I don't I haven't been diving deeper into the lore. So it's a good change of pace. And, and
0: me. me, me and Trebox, i be I'd like
1: they are like, like the Thousand
0: ninety seven chapters (laughs)
1: because you because you guys read the manga too right since college oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. and that is a long time ago in a galaxy far far away 20 years bud 20 years of uh my goodness because i i remember watching one piece with chipbox and that was a long time ago and a different life (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's a real epic it's a real yeah. real epic yeah so, so, so yeah, yeah um, we're
1: gonna catch up on that one yeah for sure right. it's on with that
0: we'll see you next week thank you and goodbye
1: goodbye